0: Today's episode of Titus and Tate is brought to you by Discover. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically, with no limit on how much you can earn. How amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing because of all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. On today's episode of Titus and Tate,
1: college football is back, and yes. uh, I I tried to watch as much as I could. Tate, I got stuck in Madison, Wisconsin, watching whew, uh, Wisconsin Penn State uh, <laughs> under some great Big skies. Ten it,
0: football, baby. Yeah, yeah
1: it did. It, it felt good to be back in the Midwest. I mean, the gray skies, the the zero zero halftime score. Uh, I
0: it, it felt like. Did home you at to least me. jump around? I think that's I the- did. Okay. I good.
1: did do the jump around. Uh, meanwhile, <laughs> you went to the Rose Bowl. You saw LSU, yeah. UCLA. Um, I, I, uh, I didn't get a chance to watch as many games as I was hoping because uh, I, I had this idea in my head that I would just belly up at a bar and and just watch game after game. That kind of didn't happen, but I kept. I, I was I was moving around enough I could keep eyes on scores and stuff. So yeah. I don't have the uh, if you're looking for X's and O's, folks, no, you come to the wrong show. I'm sorry well, to say,
0: exactly. But. No, we're not doing that. We're, we're talking <laughs> about feelings and vibes. That's what. We're but I would about love
1: to. Show. I would love to break down Brian <laughs> Kelly's uh, uh, comedic chops. I would certainly. Can we just say something about his
0: horn set? <laughs> oh wait, <laughs> yeah. wrong sport.
1: Yeah, horn set. so this is a horn set right here god i do love that i love the that that is like catnip i mean you see a you see two yeah. guys setting screens at the high post you can't resist yeah out start America. breaking it down to get on the telegram real quick yeah this is horns baby <laughs> um also there's some uh uh conference realignment news tate that uh yeah. we, we knew this would happen as expected um when when texas and oklahoma said they were going to the sec As first reported on Titus and Tate, no one Mm. else had this thought except us. Mm. Uh, That's not true. But uh, as we pointed out initially, there's going to be a lot of dominoes that fall. Uh, The dominoes appear to be that the Big 12 is not dead yet. Yes. Not dead yet. Yes. Adding adding four schools, maybe tentatively, they're discussing it. But we know how these things work. If it gets leaked like this, it's going to happen. It's real. uh, It's real. We're going to talk about that. Speculate on the next dominoes to fall. Talk about who winners, losers, and all this. And all
0: the in-between. <laughs>
1: uh but but mostly college football. We're gonna have some fun with that because uh I don't know. It's it's good to have full stadiums back and uh I I, I don't know. The juices were flowing this week. Yeah. So uh here we go. All that coming up at first. Woody Durham. It's- Happy Labor Day, everybody! Uh, we uh, we're, we're recording this on Monday. Uh, it is Labor yes. Day, but uh, we are the two hardest working men in show business. We're here for you. We work for the people. Labor Day has a different meaning around these parts. It means work harder. It means labor. <laughs> it Means get after it. And uh, so that's what Tate and I are doing. Yeah, we
0: misinterpreted um, the holiday. We uh, we came here. We thought that we were going to put our hard hats on, go straight to work, talk about college football, talk about the Big Twelve. Uh, and then Jim, our producer, reminded us that it is Labor Day yeah. and that we should be sitting on a deck looking at the sunset. But, uh, you know, here we are talking Jim, about college uh, football G- and everything else.
1: Jim agreed to take this job and be our producer. <laughs> he did not realize that sometimes some holidays don't count. Yeah. And that's the trade off yeah well but, i mean uh, it, it, you know. it comes
0: with the territory you know what i mean i don't think i've had a labor day off in like six years and then this year i thought i did have it off until we didn't have but also it off. <laughs> but also yeah i know
1: but also in the summer we just kind of look at each other and we're like you just want to like not do a show for two weeks yeah we're like yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right i'm going hiking and i just yeah. go to the mountains exactly. that's the trade-off so you know there's good and bad everything else it's a. Uh, I don't know. We're not mining coal. We're We're talking about college sports. It's great. Yeah, we love it. So let's have a little perspective to go a long way here. So uh, here we are on Labor Day working. Uh, Let's talk college sports. Um, Mm. Football season is upon us. It felt good. It felt alive. You went to a game. I went to a game. Um, Good games, ish, in the sense that they were. Uh, uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't know how to tie these. There were the, storylines. Your game of the was a good game.
0: Mine was. Yeah, well, it still was the storyline of the weekend, right? I mean, I feel like America was watching on pins and needles, waiting for Gus Johnson to finally call something yeah. exciting in your game, and uh, yeah. we were all watching and waiting and patiently waiting for you know Big Cat Squad to finally come up and show up and and, and be this top team. Very similar to what I did on Friday night with my squad, North Carolina. You know, you you come into the college football season. Mm. I think everyone has this air of excitement, right? They're like, this is our year. We, you know, we, we can do this. Who's going to stop us. You're reading all the camp reports before you're like, oh my God, our D line is unstoppable. They're dominating our offensive line. Then you realize that, you know, maybe your offensive line just isn't as good as you thought they were, you know, when they play yeah. another another team. Yeah. And, and, and so all of your dreams, uh, you know, come back to reality. It can be deflating, but it also can bring you lots of joy. You know, lots of joy. Are you talking on who in, who you like, are. in vague generalities right now? or yes. Are you
1: speaking from a place of experience about the Tar Heels? Because yeah, I didn't want to bring it up. You brought it up. Let's let's start
0: there. Maybe uh, uh, I uh So
1: here, a little little
0: background. We don't play high school football. I'll just start there. Like, North Carolina, we play college football, and college football is played on Saturday. So the fact that we had to open the season on the road Friday night. I'm with My you goodness. though because
1: I like the, the Buckeyes opened a, a conference game on yeah. Thursday night in the rain yeah. with a freshman court. Like oh, I was exactly. just going down the list, I was like, "This is all bold." And then we we blew up Minnesota. I was like, "All right, it doesn't." Matter. I mean, we won by two. We covered. I should say that way because people are going to take offense. Well, you guys, you guys didn't out.
0: come out just you know lighting the world on
1: fire. Yeah. Neither did Oklahoma. You know, what yeah, I mean? it's, it's it's week not, one. It's not. It's not fair. It's not. Yeah. It's, just, it's, it's 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 simply unfair. <laughs> I agree. It's it's wrong. It's a travesty. Um, so I will back you up. That is BS. If I was Carolina, yeah. I would be. I would be very upset with that. I want to tell a quick anecdote. Because uh I I um you know we have a long-standing tradition on this show of me cursing North Carolina. This yes. is uh and, and what makes it funny the from the tightest perspective. Curse. It, may, it <laughs> Carolina fans don't find it funny at all. What makes it funny from my perspective is I genuinely, at my core, God is my witness, strike me with lightning if I'm lying. Am not doing like I with the exception of the Ohio State basketball game when Ohio State beat you guys by 25 in the dino. What happened? I've, 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 never, <laughs> I've never like intentionally tried to curse Carolina I have yeah. I have always cheered for Carolina I when, when we did the show on Friday and uh I, we signed off talking about Carolina football and I was like I, I go heels I mean it <laughs> I che- I cheered for Carolina last year I didn't think the Big Ten was playing football last year yeah and and I was like all in on Carolina and then Big Ten came back but I was like watching Car- I mm-hmm. I you I, and I gener- Big Cat you guys yeah. both jumped on the bandwagon when when uh we went to uh we went to that one bar when the Trey Jones game happened uh against <laughs> when the Duke uh Carolina basketball game and oh, I, I we told that story on the podcast and I'm sitting there just like I, and and I said I announced all your friends I was like well thank God you guys are gonna be Duke as, as you were up by like 15 with 10 minutes whatever it was and then it slowly Five starts minutes. fading yeah and it slowly starts fading away <laughs> and I'm just looking around like are you shitting me like what is happening anyway I that's the preface to this tape, um charlotte and i were doing our show in madison on friday night and uh you had texted me um like we got done doing the podcast friday morning friday afternoon or whatever and you had texted me uh good luck with the show tonight very gracious very thoughtful and like i, I killed it go 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 do your thing all <laughs> that um I, I read it in that moment but i was t- tied up and i meant to reply to you um so I, I read the text and i was like oh that was nice to tape but i didn't have time to like say thanks man You, you whatever so I, I read it. I go about my life. And the writers were about to start the show. I was like, I got to text tape back. So I, <laughs> I grabbed my phone. I swear to God, I had no idea that the Carolina game even started. Oh. I had no idea. and I, it I, shouldn't I, have been
0: starting. Who, it, it who should, yeah, at it should. It's Friday o'clock.
1: night. So I, I grab my phone and I text. I, I type <laughs> up this text where I was like, I was like, thanks man. Uh, appreciate it. I forget what I said. I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but I was like, I was like, go heels. And I hit sin. <laughs> I was like, good luck. He, Cause you said good luck to the show. I said, good luck to the heels. Or something like that. And I, <laughs> I hit him. And then after I Sin, I was like, I wonder what time that game starts. Cause I would love to watch it after yeah. Charlotte and I do our show. So I pull up the score app on my phone, hit refresh and the game is in a commercial because Virginia Tech has just scored yes. five minutes into the game. 7-0. And it's 7-0. So I literally sent, sent on the text, like, right at the exact time Virginia Tech has scored a touchdown. Is that true? Is that is that your perspective? And I, I was like, are you shitting? Like, <laughs> it, it, I did it, it again.
0: <laughs> It wasn't even like I took it that way, but I did appreciate that you immediately were very upset. You're like, I'm so sorry. I didn't so see that sorry. they just I scored. swear to God, I did not yeah, know the I, I, I am not. I am <laughs> not trampling on your grave right now as a North Carolina football fan. But it did feel like a trap. And, you know, as I led into this game, look, I have a ton of optimism about this season. We have a Heisman candidate. You know, we have a lot of talent on the you roster. You started a podcast Tate. I started a podcast, you know what I mean? Football yeah. school. Like, I, football I, school, I, yeah. I am locked in on North Carolina football. And, yeah. you know, Bojangles, we love Bojangles. They're like, you want to do something? I was like, I want to do a podcast about this team, <laughs> about this ride, about this journey. But I did have my hesitations and my reservations because I've been to Lane Stadium multiple times. I've been yeah. hokey poked on. I've seen them pull <laughs> out their keys and do key play. I've seen Inter Sandman in person. I know what we were walking into. And when I heard it was an orange out, I just it, it did not sound like a very favorable atmosphere. And then to add insult to injury, you know, Michael Vick. Now, you know, this is not someone I talk to on the regular, but I had, had had a conversation with Michael Vick on Wednesday, games on Friday. I said, Virginia Tech this Friday. Feel really good about my Tar Heels. He said, I wouldn't be so sure about that. And he said mm. it so sincerely that I was like, yeah, like like I am crazy to even think that this was going to go well for the Tar Heels. And like I said, it was, a, it was a high school Friday night football game. Um, we were not prepared for this. We were undefeated on Saturdays. That's all I That's can ask for. A great takeaway. Um, yeah. a, a very bad draw. As Andy Katz would say, a very bad matchup. Bad and matchup. And we still had a chance to tie this game. You know what I mean? Sam Howell throws three picks. All three picks you know, were basically batted balls, uh, unfortunate situations, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Excuse, excuse, excuse. Regardless, my heart was broken on Friday. And then I, then I get up on Saturday And like you said I'm, I'm trying to be You know A supportive teammate here You're going to Wisconsin game I, I yeah. see you You know A part of all of The Camp Randall excitement You're like yeah. Full on Wisconsin I'm like Screw it I'm going to pull For Wisconsin today I'm going to Watch <laughs> Gus Johnson <laughs>
1: And it all did, goes,
0: it all goes terribly, terribly wrong. The only good news is that I did bet on the Hokies to beat the Tar Heels, so I did make like $250. Oh, bucks. Yeah, I mean, was
1: that was that an I emotional, had to was that an emotional hedge? It was, or was a, that yeah, like... I had to because okay.
0: in, in my heart of hearts, there's no way we're beating Virginia Tech on the road on a Friday night to open the season as a top ten team. Yeah, that's not quite a top ten team. We're probably like fifteen range, but we're a little overhyped. It just, it was the recipe for disaster. Well, and this is a, this is the last win for the Hokies, you know, for a while. They're also a true football school. It just, it wasn't good. Yeah. It here's the spin
1: good. zone that, uh, th- there were, there was Carolina and uh, Virginia <laughs> Tech guys at the bar, believe it or not, in Madison. That, uh, that's good to uh, hear. I, I talked to a little because after See? we got done with the show, I did go watch like the end of the, a little bit. And I was, I met those guys then. They, they listened to the show. And, and, oh, that's one nice. guy was, uh, yeah. Th- 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 it was nice. Whoever, I forget your guys' names, but shout out to those guys. Um, <laughs> And there, there, was one Carolina fan and two Virginia Tech guys. I, I still don't understand how they were, why they were in Madison. Yeah. together it was it was very bizarre. Football schools. Um, and the spin zone. I told the Carolina guy because he was devastated. I told him, uh, remember, for, first of all, number one, um, the fact that this the, your Virginia T- Tech friends are so excited that they beat you. Yeah, that's kind of a win.
0: That's how I felt like. You about know what I mean? Like that bit, is. Yeah.
1: How like, far Carolina's come? Exactly, like, like us yes.
0: playing at Virginia Tech used to be a guaranteed W for yes, Virginia Tech. Now, yes. now, now we're playing the other yes. way. So that's yes. kind of a
1: win. Number two, as a reminder, Tate, the last time the Ohio State Buckeyes won a national title, which was not that long ago, mm-hmm. it might feel like it to some people, not that long ago, <laughs> um, 2015, last, right? That's not 2015. That long ago. Yeah, yeah, 2015, the Buckeyes lost at home to uh. Virginia to an unranked Virginia Tech team at home early
0: in the season. So
1: yes. I don't know, maybe. Maybe maybe this is what you need. Maybe you guys are going to run the table now. And uh, I,
0: I will uh. say this. Here's my worst-case scenario, Mark Titus, and this is what I feel like could happen. I'm going to knock on wood so it doesn't happen. I feel like we could run the table. You know what I mean? Like, we lose this first game. Clemson didn't t- look great. No, they didn't look great. Yeah. But we run the table, and then we get to our last game of the season, which is at NC State. And then we go to oh, no. at NC state oh, no. having won every single game oh, leading no. up to this on a path where all the excitement is back. North Carolina is going to win the ACC and NC state Shit. on the, like who made this schedule? What a terrible schedule. <laughs> Open the season Friday night in Virginia tech in Blacksburg, and then finish the season in Raleigh the day after Thanksgiving. The day after we eat all this turkey and had this beautiful day with our families, we had to go play. It's a schedule loss. Like, it's two schedule losses. It wasn't us. It wasn't oh, us. Oh, man.
1: <laughs> oh, that's tough. Yeah. Oh, so you hate
0: to see that. And well, deep in my loins, I feel like that could happen.
1: You'll, you'll be all right. As you said, Friday night, that doesn't count. A, it doesn't count. Your, your yeah. Still a, we
0: play on Saturdays and Sundays. That's it. Um, at least, the, I mean, as far as like
1: <laughs> basketball schools that thought they were football schools, at least you didn't take it on the chin like Indiana did, you know. Oh. Like that was that
0: Well, was it, it was a mixed bag for uh, you know, the Blue Bloods. And I think the Blue Bloods could be either way. Like Kentucky has a great day. Kansas gets their first win since 2019.
1: <laughs> Kansas was by 3 against like what was a- <laughs>
0: South Dakota. <laughs> Huge win for Kansas. Huge win for Kansas. First win since 2019. Uh, and then UCLA beats an SEC powerhouse. You know what I mean? The Blue yeah. Bloods are in. But then our schools, our basketball schools that are trying to be football schools, North Carolina and Indiana, yep. Yep. they lay a flat egg. There's flat no egg. other way to put it. They laid a flat egg. Duke
1: loses to Charlotte, though. <laughs> flat uh, egg. Flat egg. <laughs> You'll take that, right? That's, that's good. Uh, that was so, one good thing. So uh, let's talk about the games that we went to a little bit, uh, our experience, because... Um, Maybe it wouldn't be that interesting in any other year. I don't I don't know, maybe it would, maybe it wouldn't. I, I guess like UCLA is kind of generating national buzz with with the, their football program right now, yeah. whether that means they're like actually good or if it's just like Chip Kelly's 2 and 0 and
0: Let me just tell Coach you, shows on the hot seat. They, I don't know. They, they yeah, have the O line and the D line. Like I yeah. I'm not going to say that they are going to, but, you know, become Oregon in 2015 and go to the National Title game, but they do have the lines to actually right. compete, which is good
1: uh what i was gonna say though like i don't know if those two games like really move the needle that much for people i don't know i i I generally do but for me the reason i want to talk a little bit about the games that we went to and and us being there and all that was that uh given the circumstances of of college football given that that most places uh was it all places i don't remember at this point last year didn't have fans um, and now we're back in full stadiums, or in my case, full stadium at Camp Randall. Your case, the Rose Bowl, however many people go to those games. Um, <laughs> and just to, to to be a part of a college football atmosphere, that was, to me, um, what, what what I will take away from this weekend of, of like, the, the Wisconsin-Penn State game was garbage. It was not a good football game. It, it became close down the stretch, but, like, everyone in that stadium knew that Graham Murch was going <laughs> to throw some picks against Penn State's defense is pretty good. But uh, Yeah, they are. I mean, Graham Hurst had like two, it was, Wisconsin was horrible. I was very frustrated as a a diehard Wisconsin fan for those four days I was there. I was like, what the hell is this? And then like all the Wisconsin people I was talking to was like, yeah, dude, that's why like this, this is the most Wisconsin experience you can have. Like you wanted to get the full blown Wisconsin experience. You just had it. There you go. Um, but yeah, I, I being in a stadium, a packed stadium, uh, jump around. Wisconsin was gracious enough to to let Charlotte and I like get into the student section to do jump yeah. around, um, <laughs> which was which was pretty cool. And Gus uh, Johnson jumping, Gus Johnson was amazing. doing. Um, I don't know, man. That that was. Uh, it it was, I, I don't know how else – like. I, this isn't a novel uh, uh, observation. I'm not going to say anything that no one else noticed either. But it was just cool. I guess that's the only word to describe it. It was like it was. It it really was cool to see uh people back in stadiums and, and 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 I don't know, college football is it's so much more than just the game. That's what we learned last year with the yeah. fans. It's is is that sports are not just the game. It's not just the score and the box score that we care about. It's no like, all the other stuff we need. And uh, getting able to experience that for the first time in a long time was awesome. So well, it's kind of
0: like point. college. You know, a lot of people, they say, like, what is the college experience? You know, I, I you know, they say I went to classes. I didn't even learn much, you know, whatever. Yeah. whatever. But it's the socialization of it all. Right. It is. Yeah. The, the experience is what you were actually selling. And that is what college football, college basketball, college, any sort of college sport has that angle to it. And I saw Jim Phillips, the ACC commissioner, talking about this last night in Tallahassee. He was talking to Katie George on the sideline, and he said, it's just so great to be back with the pageantry, to, yeah. to be here and to, to see Florida State fans pack up this building and you know be excited about their team and to have Notre Dame come here and play and, and it all be an experience for everyone. And that's, that's what we missed. And like you said, you got to experience it uh, yeah. up close and personal with the students. Uh, you get to feel the vibes. And even yeah. watching on television, as I was at home, you could see that – I mean, the Camp Randall magic was was more than the football, right? Like yeah, that 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 was the bigger story than anything that happened on the field. Yeah, it was cool that James Franklin gets his first top ten road win or whatever it was for him. But the Penn State fans wanted to fire him at halftime, yeah. so you can't really <laughs> lean it, on that yeah, as it the main story. It wasn't about the football; it was about it, the the. It really wasn't. And, yeah, the, and the pageantry was, of it all.
1: The football was garbage. It, it, there, there was part of me though. Uh, this is probably just me. I'm, I'm sure most people didn't have this problem, but uh, I, I forgot how to watch football in a stadium. <laughs> <laughs> like I was trying to remember, like, I, I don't really know what I mean by that. I was just like, I, the ebbs and flows of it, like the commercials. And I, it, it, I, I felt rusty. I felt very rusty about yeah. like going to the bathroom and like all, all, all that stuff. I, I I don't know. I yeah. like journal like, codes. Yeah, I, I was yeah. going to, I was like, what's, what's the move here. I saw like guys, I walk into uh, one of the bathrooms and there's four urinals and there's guys that I like in uh, every other urinal and then there's two open and I just kind of like, I, I, I froze. I was like, no, nah, I don't want to do that. That's what I-. and then some guy just like cuts in front of me and goes to the urinal and another guy cuts in front and goes to the, and I was like, Oh yeah, that's <laughs> right. Like in crowded stadiums, you go pee at the open yeah. urinals. Yeah. I forgot about that rule.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, you're like still, you're trying. Yeah, you're trying to give a social distance to the urinal yeah. space. I was and, trying. To,
1: I was trying to just kind of like, or, or just like, yeah, like, or in general, like even before COVID, like you don't piss next to a dude. That's like that's code, yeah. you know. But like, and if it's crowded, you you do. And no, you, know. you
0: you piss where you piss at a stadium. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, <laughs> you just letting like, it rip, man. Just, yeah, you're, um, just happy, you're happy to get it out of that. All place. that kind
1: of stuff of like <laughs> even even uh uh like third down plays. I I I would sometimes forget how much third it's third and what again and i didn't know where to look and like where the first time. like I, I, yeah. I was very rusty i would like oh yeah there's not just a yellow line right there like where, where's the yellow line and the, i was I, just I
0: hoping they were going to get you at one point trying to silence the crowd for the quarterback
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> dude i did get on tv <laughs> those are my
0: favorite fans the fans that are just like, trying to like as if they're on the team calm did down.
1: you see did you see that they put charlotte and me and jim on tv yeah i mean I, I i love and, jim
0: i love jim's moment <laughs> <Jim's clapping. laughs> yeah exactly <laughs>
1: I was I was looking at my watch.
0: Uh, I, I I had a lot yeah. Of you gave reached. you gave what America felt in that moment. Yes. You were the meme for America, which is basically like how much longer? How much do we longer have do game? we have in this game? It's zero <laughs> yes. zero at yeah. halftime you know oh time god. flies unless you're at a big 10 football big t- game t- and <laughs> then you're like my goodness <laughs> ain't that the truth so
1: um i don't know the, the, there's really nothing to report I, as far as like talking about the game penn state's defense is very good i, I will give them that that they yeah they did the, the, i i came away like by the end of the game i was like all right penn state could beat ohio state I, you, you can talk me into that but like at halftime i was like oh my god buckeyes rolling through the big 10 yet again let's go um but it was really it was less about the, the game on the field. It was more about the, the the environment, the the crowd, the tailgating, the excitement, the all that kind of stuff. Uh, that that was I I don't know. Just I'm not reporting anything groundbreaking here, but it was yeah. cool and it was it was awesome. And and for a moment in time, I completely forgot that the world kind of sucked for the last however long and still yeah. kind of sucks right now, but at least,
0: no, it still sucks for sure. Yeah, but like you said, it, it, there's like this glimmer of light, you know, and you could call it a mirage, you know, but we're all in this, we're all just kind of, you know, trudging through the de- desert, looking for water. And, uh, you know, we got like I just, a, a, glimpse, can, can, can I, a glimpse. Can I, can, I, can I say
1: this too? Cause now that I, I, I stopped talking, you started talking, I, I, I thought about it for a second and then it hit me. That, that shouldn't be, uh, understated that that the 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 importance of things like that when the world sucks or like shit has been hard for people for a long time and having something like a football game to go to and do Mm -hmm. jump around if you're a student or like it wasn't just the students the whole stadium doesn't just the students do it a little better because they're (laughs) had more to drink um but that sort of stuff it is important, and I think like sitting on the outside and and you say to yourself, it's just like like if you're one of those sports ball people that refers to sports as sports ball and and all that you're you know you're one of those nerds that frankly nobody really cares for in, in this country. Um, <laughs> if let's I mean, be honest, if you're one of those <laughs> types and you look at you look at uh, sports in general and you're like, it's just a game, it's just this and that, it's like it's not, yeah. it's that's not <clears> fair, and you're you're not applying like logic to the situation which like people need that stuff tate like that's the that's people need that and um if i don't know that that's that's it i i don't want to undersell that that like it's it was just like no i mean there there are people that is
0: yeah there there are people that are uh you know whether wisconsin wins on saturday dictates how their week will go yeah i mean like that that that's who you're talking about the people that but even it's it's a lifestyle
1: the 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 wins and losses the ebbs and flows of the season but but beyond that it's like i i, I ran into like five old dudes that like have, have they say they go to every wisconsin game at camp randall and like they obviously didn't go last year and it was good to get back to it and you could just like see it in their faces of like this is this is our life like this wasn't a, this isn't a, a damn game to us you know like yeah. this is it, it even might though it is the game it's
0: not a game yeah, yeah yeah
1: like you you might put it on paper like I care the the one thing I care about more in the world is watching nineteen year olds play football, and that seems pathetic. And I understand that because you and I both feel the same way about our schools and in mm-hmm. <laughs> college sports, whatever. But you can't like it. it you, I, I don't I seeing the looks on their faces of like we're going back in Camp Randall. These these buddies I've had for my entire life. This is something we do together. This is our bonding experience. This is this is we've we've we started when we were in college together. Now we're old men and we've had ups and downs in our lives and all that. And through it all, we've had Wisconsin football yeah. at Camp Randall running the damn ball under gray skies like this is these are the this is what life is to us this is and home having, base yeah. yeah and having that taken away was absolutely brutal now we have it back and I, I i don't know i just wanted to celebrate that part of it all because that is true of people in wisconsin it's true of people in and tallahassee for the the notre dame game it's true yeah uh every corner of the maybe not so much in the northeast with yukon and, and holy cross game <laughs> that maybe not every corner i guess but la like whatever Wherever yeah. you're at in this country, like that, that, that is important, and I just wanted to say that because uh, I don't know that that was a big takeaway for me. So I'll shut up. Talk about uh, talk about Cocho and the. And
0: well, the I was gonna on. say, I mean, I think what you're saying is what happened, you know, at the Rose Bowl because the LSU fans, as they always do, they travel well, they show up in their campers and their RVs, and you know, decked out in Tiger gear, you know, yelling Tiger bait, Tiger bait. <laughs> You know, that's what do, they're Do doing. you feel
1: like they talk, like they've picked up Coach O's. You know how, like, if you do, like, a summer abroad, they say that, like, if you, you study in London for a summer, like, the, yeah. the kids will come back and they'll have, like, a slight English accent or whatever? Mm-hmm. Do you think, like, LSU fans are slowly
0: developing Bring your sister blue shirt, too.
1: They're picking I, I up like on Cocho a little bit. I like to hope
0: that they have a little bit of that Cajun that comes out as they're talking like Coach o. But I do yeah. think... Um, in general, LSU brought the, the college football, you know, vibe, so to speak. They, they brought the energy that these UCLA fans—I I was honestly so impressed with how many UCLA fans were there. But when you see all the Tiger tailgates and, like I said, them trying to chomp at the bit to talk shit to whoever was walking by in their baby blue— you get this feeling of like, oh my God, this is this is primetime college football, and the UCLA fans were ready for it. They were excited for it because Chip Kelly's in year four. Chip Kelly had basically promised, you know, the entire UCLA faithful that he was going to strip down this program and build it back up with, mm-hmm. you know, four stars with blue collar kids, and he was going to have, you know, a team by year four that looks like his team. And you look at their O line, you look at their D line, their their fifth year seniors, six year seniors normal senior, a lot of old guys, a lot of big guys, and a lot of continuity. And LSU came into this game trying to figure out who they were as an offense. Like I said, they they expected that it was going to be an easy day. Coach O was talking junk before the game. Bring your sissy blue shirt, too. You know, saying all that stuff. And UCLA just came out and smacked him in the mouth. They have a great stable of running backs. Uh, DTR, the quarterback, I mean, he's... One of those guys that struggled against Hawaii throwing the ball, but he said he was going to bounce back in this game. He does. When they win the game, he throws his helmet up in the air in the center of the Rose Bowl. You know what I mean? It was just like a the pageantry of the moment, right? It felt like UCLA football was here. Baron Davis is going crazy. I'm like right close to Baron Davis seeing him losing his mind. And it just felt like this moment. You know, for for an L.A. sports team that doesn't have many of these moments. Mm-hmm. And it was good to see. It kind of reminded me of, you know, what was happening when they were going to the Final Four. But we never got to see a crowd of people of UCLA fans get to celebrate it. So this was nice to see. They obviously got to have this this moment in the sun as we're walking out of the stadium. LSU fans are cool, you know what I mean? As someone who played LSU in 2010, North Carolina almost beat them 30-24 to in Georgia as they were coming back down. After the game, LSU fans talking to us, they were like, you guys are great. You know, obviously they won that game, so they were in a much better mood, but as I was walking out of the Rose Bowl, LSU fans talking to UCLA fans like, good game, you guys were the better team, you know, yada, 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 and then... It, it came around to Coach O's getting fired, Titus. I think yeah, that was, oh, yeah. you know, if oh, I'm going yeah. to report boots on the ground, the LSU fans are not going to have this. And Coach O's final act, uh, you know, or, you know, act to be remembered uh, as an LSU Tiger is walking into the Rose Bowl and saying, bring, bring a sissy blue shirt too. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that could be the last calling card because the LSU fans are out. The UCLA fans are back. Chip Kelly's got the visor back. It was a great day for a football school like UCLA. Uh, but other than that, I feel like
1: uh, is a reminder of we were talking about Cal this way with Kentucky uh, <laughs> this year and how bad they were that um the antics or the, the persona or the whatever yeah. else
0: is sometimes cued. the brand can get in the way
1: up until you're losing, then it's no longer cute. And like that's what like we we've yeah. like, like there has been a it seems like there's been a little bit of a shift with the Kentucky fan. Not that they're trying to fire Cal. Cal won't get fired. He doesn't does he shouldn't be fired. I'm not saying no, that. Lifetime what I'm contract. saying is is uh last year, uh, Cal's little quirks Weren't cute anymore, and Kentucky fans are like, "This isn't fun. This isn't funny. We suck. Figure it out." You know, <laughs> and like, so I, I feel like,
0: <laughs> how just it well, like to see them at the press conference? Hey, coach, yeah. this is not this funny. Is, <laughs> this is not fun.
1: This is not funny. Like, what are we doing? Let's win some damn ball games. And then when we win, and you have your persona and all that, like, it is fun and funny, and we like it. But you have to have the winning, and. Yeah. uh I feel like that's where LSU fans are with Coach O. That he's it's it, the the accent's funny. The go Tigers or go Tigers. Yeah, like go all Tigers. that is funny. Him taking his shirt off and jogging and 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 every so often you get a story that uh, it's usually like always in a tweet. Like some yeah. some reporter that no one's really ever heard of will have a tweet go viral because it's mm-hmm. like Coach O on his Wednesday call said quote and then like put some quote from Coach O and then everyone passes it around. It's like ah oh, Coach O added it yeah, again. Yeah, did it's it very, again. Is is there any coach like him and everything. and all of that is fun when you're when you have Joe Burrow and you're winning national titles and going undefeated and 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 but that's recruiting great. you know what I mean yeah. and and yeah. that's what
0: that's what he's great at he's great at building that brand and recruiting but when you have these dips like you said these when peaks you call and when you call
1: it a, when like the one video when like the content you're putting out now like <laughs> that fun personable content you're putting out now is calling a UCLA fan a sissy for wearing blue and then UCLA kicks your ass yeah that's not cute that's not fun. no.
0: And you have a purple tie on, so everyone's were, like, wait a yeah, second, yeah, what's were... going on? <laughs> everyone's like, Can wait a second. See it, wait, purple. what? <laughs> yeah. And I mean, oh, UCLA man. fans, they they did a great job. Uh, they stayed late for this one. We were... You know, we've been to this booth before. Is the doseki. Basically, our weekend was brought to you by it was Dos Equis. Brought to you by Dos Equis. Yeah, uh, what's so sponsored just, the
1: pod, Dos? Equis. What are we doing? Yeah, I don't what's think going we've on? ever done a, uh, an ad read for Dosaki.
0: Well, I, I tried, and then you know, the, w- eventually it's going to happen. Eventually, yeah. it's got to happen. But CJ, who's a big UCLA guy, who you've met, who it was his booth or his box, his suite, whatever that we were in. And just hearing these UCLA fans in there, and then we also had LSU fans in there, a guy with a Joe Burrow spelled like the Go Tigers, Joe Burrow was in there. So (laughs) it was like literally having both fan base. it was families, right? And they were in this weird split, because the way the game started, you know, the LSU fans are like, oh, it's, you know, it's it's fun that UCLA gets to play in this game with us. And then as it kind of wore on, the LSU fans went from being so cordial to like, you know, yelling tiger bait when big plays are happening and, you know, getting excited and the UCLA fans are getting a little bit chippy. It was a, it was a great moment for All I could think about was, man, I can't wait for the Alliance. You know what I mean? Once we had the Alliance yeah. and we we're playing the sec this is going to be a great thing. It's on. In fact, some of the UCLA fans were asking to chant about the alliance after the game. I saw this on Reddit. Um, don't do that yet. You know what I mean. We yeah, got to chant out, the alliance. The, the, yeah, we can't, you can't chant that. You That's can't the, chant the alliance. No, you know what I mean. Unless it's all, you know, AAL. I don't know, but like, it, it, it's, yeah, there's nothing like SEC. You know, there's, yeah, there's nothing like chanting yeah, that. So yeah. leave it be. Unless it was SCC, which is what I really want, but. All that to say, UCLA LSU was a great showdown, and UCLA came away with the win. And Chip Kelly was uh, as happy as ever. And I, I really like Chip Kelly. I always have liked Chip Kelly, you know, yeah. over the years. So it's good to see him finally win, and uh, his promise came true. They got Did a they, signature. Hearing win.
1: you talk about the guy at the Burrow jersey, I just realized it just clicked for me because I'm getting ready to. Uh, we're we're taking our tour this week to Columbus, which I cannot yeah. be more excited for, uh, for obvious reasons. And uh, I'm I'm stressing out already about what I'm gonna wear to the game. I don't know why. I, I came out I came out hot for this tour wearing a Wisconsin hockey jersey to yeah. to the football game. I was like, I was looking back on that. I was like, that's kind of sick that I wore. I don't know.
0: I was I was proud of myself. Your Ohio Georgia. State fan. Your Ohio State friends and fans were very confused. Oh, they, they were not. Uh, yeah. Greg yeah, they were, Greg they, was confused. Evan Turner was upset. Yeah. There, they, were, there they, were people they, <laughs> there were well, people at home. You're gonna have to explain yourself when you go to Columbus. I know, I but what I was
1: trying to tell them was I remember a time in this country when doing your job was celebrated. <laughs> um, and apparently that time has come and gone. Yeah. Okay. Like here I am just trying to do my job. Yeah. On Labor Day weekend, no less. Ugh. Working hard and uh, I, I get killed for it. No, I, I'm stressing about what to wear the Ohio State game, and I realize maybe the 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 ultimate thing I should do is is get a customized Ohio State jersey that has that's Burrow number nine on the back.
0: Oh, I like that. Whatever number, but he spe- is. but spell it like uh, the Go tiger. Spe-
1: spell it like the Tiger. <laughs> it, it feels like an ultimate troll. Like yeah, that would exactly. just piss people off. Like you're welcome. Picture. That we give
0: yeah. you your national championship quarterback.
1: I wear I wear a Burrow Ohio State. <laughs> Remind everybody. Dude, what jerseys
0: do you have Ohio State? LeBron? What do you have? LeBron um, Ohio State?
1: I I oh. damn it. You snuck that past me because you, you asked me and I started thinking and I was thinking as you said LeBron.
0: I just think they to, should make those jerseys. That would be cool. They like, probably do.
1: I think they do. I am gonna go look, I'm gonna Google this right now. I LeBron, hope so. Ohio State
0: jersey. (laughs) That was a football jersey, too. Oh, they do.
1: Yeah, they do. (laughs) Ohio State 23. LeBron James. (laughs) Let me click. Oh, my God. That's LeBron James. The first result. LeBron James. Ohio State Buckeyes. Nike Alumni Limited Basketball Jersey. Scarlet. Let's go.
0: Let's go. Alumni. I I think here. I think the next thing that Duke should do is make LeBron James Duke jerseys and just sell them. You know what I mean? Like different programs. This is the new NIL. People are battling for LeBron's name, image like this, and start. Making oh jerseys. my god, that's disgusting. Nike's
1: now selling. Yeah, I found an article from USA or BuckeyesWire.com, some USA Today affiliate. The headline: Nike is now selling an Ohio State LeBron James quote alumni jersey. And oh my. The god. whole article is about. This is a little sus, but. <laughs> also if it helps recruiting we'll do
0: it. <laughs> is, is it isn't uh, Marvin Harrison Jr on your team, right? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I that's believe who, that, that's he, the uh, yeah. that's the jersey I would wear. Yeah. If you could get if you can get the uh the updated like if, you're, if move, you're reaching out to the ohio state athletic department that's what you want
1: the move is the uh johnny utah i think that's what jim oh, yeah. wants to wear jim is is trying to he, he's, he's been bothering me about it for weeks he's like i've been trying to find a johnny utah jersey to wear ohio state what game.
0: about shane falco is that another shane one Fal- it- he, he went to ohio state right yeah he did yeah, yeah. yeah. quicksand
1: you what's the story with keanu in ohio state he just loves i
0: mean he must be from ohio or like he's have family from ohio <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah um back to back to UCLA uh Pac-12 Pac-12 update here we go here I'm gonna do a quick quick impromptu Pac-12 update we have we have the following scores from week one in Pac-12 uh week zero UCLA beats Hawaii we already covered that uh on Thursday Arizona State beats Southern Utah um and Utah beats Weber State okay Love Colorado it. beat Northern Colorado. So now Pac-12 is undefeated. Oregon sneaks by Fresno State. Sneaks by seven. Sneaks, sneaks by. by. Yeah, very close And, and game.
0: Oregon, number 11. So if they had lost that yep. game, that would have been great for North Carolina. But, uh, you know, alas. Yeah. Let it and be. I don't know. I'm
1: trying to – I've been going back and forth on Oregon sneaking by Fresno State, what that means for them playing Ohio State, whether it's like – I've heard Smokom Fresno or... State –
0: like, we were watching that game, and there was a guy in there that went to Fresno State, and he was saying that they are really good this year. So – Okay. All right. You know, give Fresno some credit, but also... It's, like, it's cyclical logic where he's like, yeah, they're really good this year. They took Oregon.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. They only lost, like lost by seven to Oregon. So Oregon losing by... Or beating Fresno State by... And you're like, wait, what? This like, is so going in circles. What's happening? Okay. Uh, USC wins, beats yep. San Jose State. Washington though this is this is the this is the part. upset this this yeah. is where we're getting here Washington loses at home to Montana a Washington program that uh they made a they made a playoff not too long ago is, yeah is correct? And, like, and they've right? always
0: been yeah they've always been you know sort of you know in the conversation so to speak and they've always had a ton of talent up there so yeah so
1: uh Washington is whew, rough start yep. Stanford loses to Kansas State by 17 at Kansas State uh Oregon State loses to Purdue, which nuff said there. We could just keep going past that one. <laughs> um, and I say that as a Purdue booster. I'm allowed to say that. Yeah, you're I'm allowed football. to say
0: that. You get away with it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Not great. Um, Big 10 wish- side of
0: the day, expect 12 update.
1: <laughs> uh, Nevada beats Cal. Tate and BYU beats Arizona and oh, there's one more Washington Washington State loses at home. So the first the, the the point was the start. A lot of the teams are winning, a lot of the teams are losing. UCLA is like rice Mac, dab in the middle. My question to you: You're the Pac-12 guy. You're the yeah. guy that's plugged into UCLA football. If I was to say to you that UCLA is the best team in the Pac-12, that we should all be expecting Kip Kelly, Kip Kip Chilli? Chip Kelly, <laughs> Kip Kelly is
0: a is a great the coach of USC.
1: <laughs> Chip Kelly winning the Pac-12. As a UCLA fan, uh do you feel like that's too much pressure on these Bruins <laughs> to win the Pac-12 this year with USC?
0: Yeah, I think th- I think this is the Oregon's year. Oregon's pretty good. This is the year. I think this is the year that UCLA could win the uh the Pac-12 for real. I think that would be an amazing season obviously. I think they're going to go up to like 17, 16, 15 range. I think so too, right? Uh yeah. yeah, after after beating I think LSU was 17 going into that game, so I could see them bumping up to around 15 or so. Oregon will probably drop back to like 12, 13. And if, if you're really looking at it, it's USC versus UCLA for the Pac-12, as far as I'm concerned. It feels like it might a, be. We'll yeah, see. battle battle in LA. And UCLA might be the, the football school. But it does concern yeah. me. If they have a great season in football, what does that mean for basketball? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. What is the impact there? What is the ripple effect? Can no, they do both? No I think so. Has... I think Blue Bloods can do both.
1: No, no team has ever won. This is a, this is a fun fact. No team has ever won a football and basketball national championship in the same year in NCAA mm. history. Never happened. Never. Not one, not one single time. And certainly not by beating the same team in the title game <laughs> in both sports. That has never happened.
0: It never happened. Don't fact check that. Don't look uh, at it. <laughs> don't look it up. Tegan Junior, if he was healthy, it would have been a totally different story.
1: You want to talk about what if? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a we're t- we're we're talking about at least a seventeen point loss. At the, if yeah, he's
0: going to run at least one more kickback. That's for sure. We do know. Uh, that. Uh,
1: what what other other than the games that we went to? What uh, what stood out from the college football weekend for you, Bama? i mean like it's it, it once i mean again, yeah
0: like, Al- alabama destroying miami it just gives you the you know i think we all should learn the lesson never schedule alabama in week one they're going to be more prepared they're going to be fresh they're going to basically run you out of the building so i don't know why miami and like, duke played them two years ago remember that when duke opened the season against alabama i do that, yeah that basically killed david cutcliffe's era at duke yeah. you know what i mean like they've yeah. been and then now they're losing to charlotte to open the season so I would never I, play Alabama. That'd probably be my my first. I was advice.
1: told Bama's going to Wisconsin. Like w- Wisconsin people were telling me they have that on the schedule, home and home with Bama, and that that shocked me because like I I just was work under the assumption that SEC schools never leave the South for any yeah. reason whatsoever. Yeah. And boy, that I, circle that game. I gotta look that up. I want to look up when that is. That that might be the biggest game in Big Ten history until the next one. <laughs> Unless we lose. No, you're much. right though. I mean, it could. Except for home and home in twenty 24- four. Oh, um,
0: that—that's the I, end. That's the end of the dynasty. Yeah, that, that might know. be the, the game. Are- that might be the game where we're like, oh, Alabama's. Not what we September
1: thought they were. 14th, 2024. Alabama is going to Madison, Wisconsin. Mark your and calendars.
0: If, that's the end of the era. That's the end the, of their dominance. If the
1: Big Ten gods exist, Tate, it'll be the shittiest weather you have ever seen in yes. Madison. Yeah. And and Bama will be shook because they're like, we don't play in weather. We've never done this before. Um that's the only hope we have. That's it. <laughs> we like, don't cause... play in weather. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you you say, I feel like I feel like the I know the NCAA doesn't really sanction college football that much, and they don't have that much power anyway in general. But uh, if if Saban just issued a statement like the forecast Saturday calls for snow, uh we don't we, the Bama simply does not play in weather. Like, yeah, I, I feel like I feel like the college football powers to be like, okay, no contest then. Yeah, it no. No <laughs> it
0: wouldn't it would make a lot of sense poetically, right? If it goes from Marcel Darius knocking Colt McCoy out of the title game, you know, that was the moment when Alabama kind of said to the world, we are going to be this dynasty. We are unstoppable. The Texas, you know, era of Mac Brown getting every five stars over. Yeah. And then it ends in 2024. You know what I mean? That's a, that's, I a, need long, that. so that's here, a long, my- wide 15 year run of dominance. You know, that's about mm-hmm. as long as the dynasty can last. I'm going like back
1: it. to I'm going back to Madison for that game. I'm saving my hockey jersey and my sweatshirt and all the gear I bought in my trip to Madison, so I can go back and cheer on this, the the entire Big Ten against Bama because we gotta we th- th- that's going to be by by then. Oh my God, it really is going to be SEC versus the yeah. Alliance. Yeah, and the whole fate <laughs> of college sports as we know it might fall. I can't believe the ACC
0: day. is a part of the Alliance. I, I I, I'm just saying this right now. I'm like I can't believe I'm not chaining SEC.
1: Um. <laughs> Answer me this. You're, you're a guy from the South. You're a guy uh plugged into to uh Carolina. Uh I don't, I don't know where I'm going with the Clemson, Georgia game. Uh, mm-hmm. uh how come as a, I had a lot of guy, friends at this game. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, walk me through this. Penn State, uh, Wisconsin, ugly game, zero-zero at halftime, not yeah. a lot of offense. Mm-hmm. Uh the narrative. Is that Big Ten football sucks? These guys yes. suck. They can't move the football. Yes. What are they doing out here? Get a quarterback. Whatever.
0: Get some talent. Clemson
1: and Georgia, zero mm-hmm. offensive touchdowns in the entire game. And too much defensive talent. That's and it's the difference. my God, is Georgia. No, it's is, it's, it's 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 literally too it's much too defensive much. Okay. talent. Okay. I've
0: never seen anything like it. Um as I was watching this game, the Georgia defense could literally win a championship and they score six points. You know what I mean? Like There, there could be a title game like 2011 where Georgia wins 6-3, 6-3 over yeah. Alabama in the title game, and everyone's like, honestly, that was sick. That, that was the best football game I've ever seen. And it's just because if you watch this Georgia defense, it is like watching the Monstars. You know what I mean? Like every single time DJ, the quarterback for Clemson, I can't say his last name properly, even though they've they've showed me how to say it a million times. Yeah. But DJ U, every time he, he was that back, I mean, it was unbelievable how quickly they were ripping through this Clemson offensive line, which is obviously filled with very, very talented players. Well, they have six sacks, was it? Yeah, and, and it? they could, and they could have had. I mean, the thing was seven sacks, and they could have seven? had they had seven sacks, and they Yikes. could have had fifteen. Um, I mean, they were involved at a very high level. I felt bad for you know. Actually, never mind. I didn't feel bad for Clemson. You know, I, I didn't at yeah, all. Yeah, I don't because, feel bad for Clemson. They're okay. They're going to be all right. Um, They're going to probably go on and win every game that they play in the ACC, and it's going to be okay. Don't feel bad for Clemson. Uh, Don't feel bad for Clemson. But for Georgia, I did feel very – I felt like a relief. You know, a lot of my friends that went to Georgia, they have gotten their hopes up, and they've gotten stymied too many times of late, especially with Kirby Smart since he came over. They, they, They think they can't win the big game. This was a big game for them. It wasn't pretty. Uh, they did not score enough points, you would think. They didn't even score an offensive touchdown, like you said. Neither yeah. one of these teams did. And, you know, a pick, uh, basically a pick six is what gets them to the win. And they're just so happy to to finally take an XL and get past this one game. And I hope that Georgia can run the table. I hope that you know if they do have one loss, it, it's enough for them to at least stay in contention for the playoff and maybe they're, they're be not able to knock Bama's off Alabama. Division, right?
1: They don't. They won't play Bama or, or a Yeah, they'll play them in the title game. In the title game. So yeah. Bama A and M have to sort that out with themselves. Exactly. They're in the as East. To who? Yeah. They're SECs. The Bama's way, I'm, in the West. I'm going to. Uh, we're, we're our tour is going to uh, Texas A and M for Bama at A and M.
0: That's a good game.
1: Oh my god, that's, that's going to be absolutely. I mean, I think. Bama's well, see, a gonna... And M
0: the 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 fans. It's very similar to Virginia Tech because when you have soldiers in the crowd, you know what I mean. Yeah, it adds like I'm. I'm just saying this. Like this is just my personal opinion. I think it adds like an extra layer of intimidation, or like you know, like we're playing for something mm. bigger than ourselves. You know what mm. I mean? And mm-hmm. as they're going insane, and that's why when you watch Texas A&M football, especially when Johnny was there and Mike Evans, it was just like. A euphoric feeling to the top and we talked about the difference between texas and, te- and texas a&m in college football texas likes to win like i watched sark in his first game and like they enjoyed beating the the number 23 ranked raging cajuns yeah. i'm like oh yeah great like way to sneak us in a ranked win there okay like i like, roll my eyes at that but then beyond that you know there's the difference between texas and texas a&m is that texas a&m is like ride or die you know what i mean i right. think texas used to be like that but texas has gotten you know you mentioned some of those nerds earlier like that that nerd culture has gone over to the football where yeah. you know it, it's it's All not weird quite life Austin and death
1: weird. and then they kept too weird. Yeah, it's too weird, weird. You know? and austin's got yeah, yeah i like too weird
0: i like weird but just don't yeah. mess with the football you know what i don't I mean?
1: like i don't like sponsored weird You know what I mean? And it feels like I don't like corporate weird. Yeah. And and Austin is corporate weird. And Portland is like, Austin and Portland are both like, they like bought in. They're two cities that like want you to think they're weird and you want it too bad. And if you're really actually weird, you don't want it. You're just like, whatever. I don't care. It it feels to me like
0: they would do like a live art installation of Texas football. Like you'd be at a Texas football (laughs) game and they're like, this is actually performance art that's happening behind us. You're like, is this a football game? What? Wait, what? But anyways, I say I'd say Texas A&M. That'll be a great game.
1: that will um, be great. Yeah, I I think I, I, going into that game, Texas A&M is gonna truly believe that they're gonna beat Bama, and that's cause it's gonna make it fun. I don't know that they will. I I, I fear just like every other Bama game, that's gonna kick off and Bama's gonna be up like twenty-one nothing at one point. But uh, going into the game, A&M fans are gonna think they're gonna win, and I'm gonna love to be on campus as uh, during the lead up of just like yeah. how excited everybody is and, and all. That Did that you see stuff.
0: Miami put the turnover chain back into the box? <laughs> yeah. That was Dude,
1: so sad. In the turnover chain. Yeah, take it. It's a, time. Like, it it it's, was
0: only one year that it should have worked. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, it's time in it's general. Because
1: they, they had in that game, they had a moment where they, they put it on and then the guy had to take it off because they overturned the call. <laughs> yeah, right? reviewed it, and then yeah, I yeah. saw the story that like one of a, it was a different turnover chain, but a Miami fan had a turnover chain made. That, did you see this? Like some guy put this on Twitter that like he was going, he was at the airport. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And he, <laughs> yeah. he TSA confiscated
0: the, confiscated the turnover the chain. And I feel like
1: that's an, om- I feel like that's all you need to enough has been, yeah. there, there are too many omens out there that it's like, it's just time to put this thing to bed. It was cool. Um, The turnover stuff in general is kind of ridiculous. I mean, that's- imagine
0: having to turn over the turnover chain. You know what I mean? That. Yeah. There's something to be said about but
1: I saw at the same time, like Miami's (laughs) was the OG. And I think like part of my, my hatred for the turnover props is that like everybody does one and they're all stupid now. And and, and it's kind of overdone and everything. And and, like, why is that Miami's problem? Miami was the original Miami should be the only one that should get to keep it, but you can't have a turnover chain and get your ass beat.
0: Yeah, I think that's the... It's kind of like the play cards, you know what I mean? Like when Chip Kelly had the play cards and he had the different memes and faces on it and they were calling plays for Oregon. And then like every single other program decided to become a spread offense and started doing it. And then like Oregon But again, like we were saying with Coach
1: O, if you're doing the stuff and winning, it's kind of cool. And like as Oregon, when Chip Kelly were killing people, you're like, this is hilarious that they got a picture of like a a Denny's Grand Slam breakfast and Scott Van Pelt's head next to it. And that means we're running this play or whatever and you're like yeah. oh that's hilarious and they're winning and they're killing everybody like that's so great um but then you look up on like western michigan's doing it and you're like yeah
0: what i mean yeah like Kentucky. and then, and then yeah, the western exactly. michigan yeah.
1: football program like tweets out a picture of their offensive coordinator holding a play card up and tags at barstool sports please retweet and you're like all right we've gone too far yeah. You know what i mean like, yeah
0: <laughs> no you're right that, that that's when it was over <laughs>
1: that's too much and uh that's where we got with the turnover chain, but maybe Miami should keep it. But like maybe maybe we just need like a hard and fast rule across all the college football. You only do the turnover prop if you're winning the game at the time. Or it's tied yeah. or something. Like if you're losing, it just it, it just looks I don't know. Whatever. Who who's like, I'm more not back be anti in your fun. opinion? Go have out- fun.
0: Who cares? Yeah, go have fun. You're an outsider. When you look at Miami, Florida State, which program would you buy your like put in stock right now? You know what I mean? Both teams yeah. lose this weekend. Yeah. Uh, Florida State fans obviously leave with a little bit more. Mm. You know, whatever a bump of excitement, a moral victory, so to speak. Uh, but Miami has more talent, I think, I think f- on their team.
1: I think Florida State's the answer in terms of uh, which program is 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 bad. I don't know how to yeah. phrase it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I will always, I will always believe in the magic of Miami. Of like, Miami is like one recruiting class away, one like right move away from because um, I'm I'm probably because I'm stupid. Like I th- I think I think Miami can always figure it out because they cause it basically boils down to the talent coming out of the where the school is located. The same with Texas football, the same with Indiana basketball. Like if you're yeah. if you're located in a recruiting hotbed, you have to think at some time. But I guess Florida State's re- recruiting hotbed too. But uh like if Miami just simply kept all the Miami kids <laughs> in
0: Miami <laughs> Like, this is, start is this there. our bit for college football? It's the Chicago right? kids. Yeah, <laughs> keep, keep Chicago the Chicago kids, kids in, in Chicago. Keep all the kids in Miami. I mean, my God, <laughs> keep the
1: Indiana kids in, and keep Kyle, guys, and Greg Odin's and Can Mike no one Conley's just do in what Indiana.
0: Schnellenberger did and just keep all the <laughs> kids in Miami? Is,
1: to, we're just like brain consultants. And schools bring us in and like <laughs> like USC
0: basketball. We just draw is, a circle around
1: the county lines. Yeah, and we just say yeah. like
0: keep them in.
1: LMU is like, how can we, how can we as a like take the next step as a program? I'm like, I don't know if you guys have thought about this, but you're located in Los Angeles. <laughs> Let's keep LA if, kids.
0: You guys heard of the Compton LA magic.
1: Kids. Give them a call. What <laughs> if, <laughs> if we went to Venice Beach and watch? Just, the, to, just offer scholarships to the best kids there um yeah i don't know college football's back i'm excited uh yeah i i i think everyone else is and for good reason man that's it is there anything it else was a
0: fun me? weekend of college football and it was also nice to to know that this was the last weekend before we get nfl football you know what i mean it was yeah. kind of like a a final cherry on top to say hey we got we got the real stuff on the way yeah good luck to the chargers we can't wait <laughs> for the season to start
1: <laughs> what happens if uh yeah, what happens to your UCLA fandom unless the Chargers take off here? you're I mean, not going to sta- be able to. Are you going to be able to sustain? It stays like, connected. If, it, if you're getting, if you're getting tickets to UCLA games, like like say say yeah. Dosakis comes to you and is like, we want, we are going to sponsor the show, and in fact, part of sponsoring the show means
0: you got to come to the UCLA suite every Saturday. Yeah. Oh, baseball.
1: I'm in. And you're doing tar- Chargers too.
0: You got yeah. that in you. You have that stamina tape. I mean, if I'm in a sweet, let me just tell you, a sweet is different. You know <laughs> what I mean? It almost gives you energy. Like you, you think you you're hung. You won't even be hungry going into a sweet, and you'll eat five hot dogs. You know what I mean? Like that. That is. That the Mark energy. loves the sweets. <laughs> yeah, you walk in the sweets, so and you're just like, I'm so I'm so happy to be, especially in you know a time where I'm looking down, and it's like, man, it could be Delta friendly down there, and you know you keep you're keeping mm-hmm. a social distance. Mm-hmm. I could go there every Saturday. In fact, I already said <laughs> I would go true. back. I said I would go back for the next game. I didn't even look up what the next game was, but I think it's like Fresno State, maybe, or San Jose. It's like one it's a should be a W. But like I said, CJ, the UCLA guy, he thought we were good luck. You know what I mean? He's like, I I I give you the credit for this moment happening. You guys have to come back. So I'm also worried about that. I go back and they lose, then I've lost all my cachet as the good luck charm. Then I'm never invited back. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's a delicate good play.
1: I, uh the the handful of times I've been lucky enough to go to a, a sports a sporting event uh, and and being a Swede, it re- you really do feel like a, a the emperor of Rome. Like yeah, no, out I mean, I'm like not you, saying I go to, I go to
0: suites a lot. I'm just saying when I do, I I'm locked in and having a great time.
1: It's so fun because you,
0: yeah. you I I look down my nose at everyone who's not. <laughs> I've flown first class like three yeah. times in my
1: life too. I've yeah. You I, put I, your
0: pinky out. And <laughs> It's
1: so great. Like you're just like, oh, I made it. I've yeah. I've, I've made it. Look at all those pores. <laughs> I also am like <laughs> the next week. I'm at a game and I'm I'm one of the pores
0: again. <laughs> I'm I'm also one of those people that's trying to bring people up to the suite. You know what I mean? Or like I oh, at least yeah. like I give yeah. them the invite. You know what I mean? because i don't yeah. want to be standoffish like some of my friends were there they're like where are you at i'm like i'm an f i can try to come get you maybe and, and it would be a, it would be a lot it would take like a oceans 11 type finagling to get them <laughs> yeah. up there but it does sound it does sound good you know what i mean and i and i do want them to come up there because that's the other thing when you're in first class or you're in the sweep you're looking down at your uh, friends yeah. and you're like man i just wish my friends were here and that that's like a, the story i of think fame. that's
1: how that's how you that's how at least i always get in get into suite like I'm not setting this up I'm not facilitating yeah. this it's because uh the most ball and move you can do as a as a rich dude at a sporting event isn't being in the suite it's getting other people into the suite. Yes exactly because then it's like like I remember every time I've been in a suite like who got me in there and I'm like oh my god what a exactly. legend for doing that so once you get in you're like oh I got it the way I become the way my legend grows is I hook up the homies and yeah, I get he- them in here
0: do I don't say? have that power, but I. Think you I lift do. while you climb. That is the yeah, rule in geez. life. I, you have to lift while you climb. And if I'm going to be here at the mountaintop, I will go down and lift. And and look, it's not a guarantee. I'm not. I'm not going to promise you it's going to work out. But I'm going to try to pull you up here. Have I told you the story? Uh, have I have I told you the story about um, Jim Cunningham is yelling at us that he is the one that got us in this suite, but he is not. We shout out Andrew Burke, who we love on the show. We love Andrew Burke. He is a he's a true friend from Westchester he's um, our he's
1: our he's our pavilion club uh, yes connect too by the way when we get when we get in there anytime we talk about yeah pavilion club
0: ucla you know so him so... because <laughs> <in>. i <laughs> mean i've known him for 30 years. 30 years. <laughs> 30 years 30 years of jim Cunningham. he deserves to get pulled up and lifted yeah no kidding uh have I, have I
1: told you the story about the one suite that i gotta go to in high school um i can't remember if i've told this on air before that uh i get um at the at the indiana fever game the, the WNBA game <laughs> have i told you about that uh, no no so but i'm I in this. high school and i get approached by uh I, I don't remember how it happened but uh basically it was like one of my dad's friends or something some, some somebody my dad did business, whatever my dad was athletic i don't i don't know i don't know how it worked out <laughs> but like some sponsor of something my dad was came across coach this titus bad guy opportunity. bad guy yeah year. bad guy bill titus comes to me and he's like hey uh so this guy um has a suite for the Indian. he has a suite at Kid Seco Fieldhouse tonight. The catch nice. is it's a fever game. I know you're you're not like the biggest WNBA fan, but it is basketball. It's professional basketball. And you'll be in a suite and yeah. I was like, Dad, give me those tickets. Are you kidding me? Like I I don't dislike WBA basketball at all. I I would love to go and, and be in a suite. That's the most balling shit I've ever heard. <laughs> um I'm 17 years old. I'm like this is gonna be sick. So yeah. I start calling everybody I know and I'm like Yo, we got a suite at Conseco Fieldhouse tonight. For I I know it's the fever game. I know some of you are gonna roll your eyes. As you might imagine, 17-year-old dudes in Indiana, not exactly the biggest WNBA fans, not you know, (laughs) whatever. But I was I was sitting up with all my friends. I'm like, we gotta go. I get this group together that uh I was like, you come to the suite, we're gonna have unlimited food, drinks, like we're gonna be balling out at this suite, it's gonna be sick. So uh, I get a big group together. We show up at the game and no no one of the people in the suite, I would say maybe three of us are even kind of interested in what might happen in this game. Even a little bit. The rest of them are there for all the snacks, for what you said, just the feeling of like standing over suite and, and, flexing on all the poor people
0: below you right um and i <laughs> feel Mainly like for the hot dogs the free snacks and the free beers it's, and, it's not just know. the hot
1: dogs dude it's like the the guy in the the bow tie and the vest comes rolling in with hot dogs yeah like that scene it's that yeah. scene that the, the the platter comes in and you're like oh my god shout out to so,
0: david who was hooking it up the man <laughs> yeah
1: so I'm visualizing all this, and some of my friends are like, "Maybe we can get some beer out of this too. Maybe they'll like not realize that we're all high schoolers, and they'll bring it, whatever." <laughs> so everyone's losing their mind. Game tips off. There's, there's like we we show up to the suite. There's not really much going on. There's, there's, there's a few bottles of water, whatever. We're like, "Oh, th- this is weird." Whatever. The game tips off, and I'm I'm just like, "Man, when this food gets here, I'm gonna <laughs> kill the food. I'm gonna kill." And the clock keeps going. The first quarter ends, and we're looking around, and we're like, "There's nothing whatever. And I, I'm peeking my head at the other suites, and I'm seeing people like with nachos, like shoving it down their throat and all that. And I'm like, "They must have skipped them. Whatever. They'll figure it out." I'm gonna trust the. You, you can't. Trust you can't like ask questions because then it's gonna tip yeah. everyone that off. That breaks sweet protocol. You don't want to ask yeah. questions. So you're like, I'm just gonna you're sit here. To I'm gonna that. let it happen. Uh, halftime comes around. we don't have anything in our suite. So I finally like I'm like, something's going wrong here and and I walk outside and I'm walking around like the concourse and I run into a guy, one of those you know vest bow tie guys, and yeah. I go up to him, and I'm like, hey, man, we never got hooked up in with our suite. like, where's our food? Where's our drinks, whatever He's like, oh, you have to buy that. It's like you have to set that up and and pay oh. for that. And he goes,, do oh. you guys, he goes, do you guys want to pay for that? And I was like, I was like,, yeah, because I, I felt like I put all my friends out and I was like, I don't want to look like an idiot and not have I was like, yeah, I'll pay for it. How much is it? And he the, the number he said for 17, it was like seven hundred dollars or something to yeah to, something to,
0: something that like was astronomical yeah. at the he time might as well say like, ten what? million. yeah, and yeah I was you're like, like oh. sir I'm not blink check <laughs>
1: so I go back to the suite and play it cool as long as I possibly can and then yeah. someone finally calls me out like every everyone wants to leave at the end of the third quarter like what the hell happened and anyway it was a whole it was a whole problem and that's the story uh-huh. of how I uh, went to a WNBA game. And sat in a suite and had three bottles of water, and that was it. And that was that was when I learned how sweets work, and that uh, you got to set that shit up. And you got to set that shit up, uh, <laughs>
0: man. That is like that. That is not the sweet life that we want to hear. Heartbreaking. About. Imagine well, that, dude. Imagine you're,
1: you're, you you taking your homies in high school, and you're like, "Fellas, we're yeah, gonna have a feast." We're, yeah, we're about to ball. And then now out. you're stuck, and you're looking around, and everyone's looking at you, and you're like, "I'm sorry." And then on top of that, it's a yeah. fever game, which like none of them gave a damn about. And I was like. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Guys, <laughs> we going to get
0: food or what? Uh, it's funny. Your your first sweet experience is an Indiana Fever game. My first sweet experience was a Myrtle Beach Pelican game. So, like, you oh, and I. Nice. You, talk, you talk about people. Like, we are people of the people. You know People what I mean? of the people. Yeah. Raphael Call was playing. Adam LaRoche was playing. Dude, uh, nice. Great, great times back in the old. Back when they were single A, it was Yeah. What? Are, they're they're low A now.
1: They're oh,
0: they the are? are? They, they jump yeah. back down? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've 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 uh, I've lost my touch with uh, Conway, South Carolina, but back in the day, it was good yeah. times.
1: Good times. Indeed. <laughs> All right. We'll take a break. Uh, wrap this show up by uh, doing a little little big 12 talk and, and have some fun there and some shout outs. bang. Quick break to talk about our friends at Discover. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically with no limit on how much you can earn. How amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing because of all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report Limitation Supply. Also want to talk about our friends at First Leaf. Who hasn't been there? You're standing in the wine aisle, staring at the shelves. Do you want a California red? Maybe one from Oregon. Maybe something organic maybe just the one with the really nice label. It's all overwhelming. Some of these some of these wine stores have uh tried to to make it better, you know, people like choice, people like options, so they they give you a thousand options and you stand there and you see a thousand bottles of wine, but uh, as it turns out, we don't love choice as much as we thought. We don't love standing. We get paralysis by analysis and it, and it and it overtakes us. Thankfully there is a solution. And it's called First Leaf, a better way to discover wine at a fraction of the price you'll find in a store. First Leaf is a fully customizable wine club that sends curated boxes of wine that are perfect for you. And they have more award-winning wine than anyone else. With First Leaf, there's no guesswork, no misguided recommendations from an employee who doesn't even know what, what, what wines are good, what you like. No frustration on your part whatsoever. Each wine shipment is entirely customized to your unique palate and preferences. And unlike big box wine membership, First Leaf uses a -a one-of-a-kind algorithm and your feedback to curate future wine recommendations. The more wines you taste and review, the better the shipment gets. First Leaf works directly with the world's best winemakers, not only to find the best wines available, but to pass the savings on to you, saving you up to 60% off retail. Save time, save money, and save some stress with First Leaf, the wine club designed with you in mind. Join today and you'll get six bottles of wine for $29.95 and free shipping. Just go to tryfirstleaf.com slash Tate for six bottles of wine for just twenty nine ninety five plus free shipping at tryfirstleaf.com.
0: Dell's semi-annual sale is the perfect time to power up productivity and gaming victories. Now you can save what Dell employees save on high-performance tech. Save 17% on the latest XPS and Alienware computers with Intel Core processors. Plus check out exclusive savings on Dell monitors, headsets, and accessories for greater immersion in all you do. Upgrade today by calling 800 by dell again, that's 800 by dell or you can visit dell.com slash semi-annual sell. It can be a little frustrating, especially if you're in a hurry or running late, to find yourself at a railway crossing waiting for a train, and if the signals are going and the train's not even there yet, you may feel a bit tempted to try and sneak across the tracks. Well, don't, ever. To the naked eye, trains often appear to be further away and moving slower than they are, and they can't stop quickly. Even if the engineer hits the emergency brakes right away, it can take a train over a mile to stop. Over a mile. By that time, it's too late, and the result is a potentially deadly crash. The point is, you can't know how quickly the train will arrive. The train can't stop quickly, even if it sees you. It ends in disaster. If the signals are on, the train is on its way, and you just need to remember one thing. Stop. Trains can't. And we're also brought to you by our friends at T-Mobile. At T-Mobile for Business, unconventional thinking means they see things differently, so you can focus on what matters most. Where some see another small town, T-Mobile sees businesses in need of connectivity, so they built the largest 5G network to cover cities, towns, and the most interstate miles in between. Where some see a caller in a queue, they see an opportunity for experts to provide real-time solutions. Where some see another virtual meeting, they see 5G-enabling wireless real-time translations to help your businesses succeed almost anywhere you work. Their unique approach has made T-Mobile for Business the leader in 5G, number one in customer satisfaction, and a partner who includes benefits like 5G in every plan, so you can get it all without trade-offs. Unconventional thinking, it's better for business. T-Mobile for Business. OpenSignal Signal Awards T Mobile is America's fastest 5G network. 5G user experience report July 2021. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain plan or feature. See T Mobile.com for JD Power 2020 award information. Visit JDPower.com slash awards. Back to Titus and Tate.
1: All right, before we uh get to shout outs, before we get to uh the 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 real part of the show that we have the most fun, um <laughs> let's talk about the Big 12 a little bit. Uh Cincinnati, here's here's the story, the update for the for the people at home. Uh Cincinnati, BYU, Houston, UCF are yeah. the four schools that are um, I don't know how we're phrasing this in preliminary talks, um, are are applying for membership. Whatever it is, it's no not no formal yet. votes
0: were taken. That's what. That's yeah. all I know. Is that the Big Twelve, the actual powers that be? That they took no formal votes, and this was more of a "quote unquote" informational meeting. That's right. what Pete Thamel the, said. The uh,
1: there's there's been no ink put to paper. There's just there's just some <laughs> well, a handshake deals been. going on in a college of,
0: sports, which is uh, it. It gets me and you to question the validity right. of a lot of these reports, but you know we'll take it at the handshake deal for now.
1: We, we, we love handshake deals. Uh, a lot of tires being kicked. We'll put it that way. Uh, but, but anyway, the big takeaway is the big 12 may in fact not be dead yet because we thought mm. um, when, when Texas and Oklahoma left, the writing appeared to be on the wall. Like I, I, this doesn't surprise me that the big 12 was trying to survive, but my thought was the writing was on the wall that the big 12 was going to be scrapped for parts that, that Kansas was going to try to go to the big 10. Maybe Iowa state goes to the big 10 um, who, who the hell knows what happens. I, I assume the Big Twelve would try to stay intact if possible, or try to survive if possible. Because, I mean, who who wants to you know volunteer? Yeah, who and wants just to just- die out, fizzle <laughs> yeah. out? You know, like I mean, of course you're gonna scratch and claw and try to keep your yeah. your conference alive. Um, but yeah, here here we are now. And I guess like the the interesting thing, if this does in fact happen, is um that this would this would completely gut the American Conference. By the way, yeah. because UConn's already left um cincinnati's out houston's out wichita state's still there memphis is still there tate smu which is, very... is still there memphis is the interesting part because yeah. after an offseason we declared memphis the winner when Amani bates committed to memphis we are now looking up and finding memphis in a position where you could make an argument that the american uh is no longer like people were making this argument already that the american was never a power conference but the american people forget won a national title in 2014 with uconn Yep. And, and not only won a national title had louisville and, and and sean kilpatrick at cincinnati they had like three all-americans russ smith and louisville and uh kilpatrick and napier i think yep. all three of those guys were all americans um so the american is has 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 reached some heights and there, there was like the middle ground of is the american a power conference is it not it kind
0: of there were people that said forth. that there were six power conferences but there's yeah. Really five yeah exactly
1: but then, now, I think we're going to look up if this, in fact, happens. And I think the Americans uh, is, a, is a mid-major conference. There's, there's no debate about it at all. You can argue that Memphis can compete at the major level, but it's more like a WCC situation with Gonzaga, where it's like, yeah. cool that you have like a team that can make Final Fours, but you're not a power conference anymore. It's over. Mm-hmm. The game is over. I find that part of it fascinating, what happens with Memphis. The other part, mentioning Gonzaga, is... That was probably the first thing that jumped out to me was if BYU leaves the WCC and all these dominoes are falling what happens with Gonzaga and I think the initial answer might be nothing what why should Gonzaga leave the WCC they they've gotten to this point they they are now in a position where they're they're probably going to be preseason number 1 going into this next season we know yeah. how last season went um didn't win the title but like undefeated all the way up had you know like Gonzaga is very much at the at in the driver's seat of college basketball right now so do they need to leave the wcc i don't obviously they don't from a competitive standpoint but maybe they do from a financial standpoint maybe like this is you know what i mean if you sit yeah. there and you say to yourself we don't have to change anything because this is working for us as the whole world around you is changing that's a tough spot to be in because you're going to look up in five ten years and, and and it's over you've lost you're now miami and texas football and i'm i'm arguing that you're gonna be back any day now, or whatever. But uh, <laughs> you know, like, uh, so I'm I'm fascinated by that. Like, what what does it, th- this might trigger Gonzaga to start like thinking about maybe like I, I don't I don't even know where they go though. That's the issue. They don't have football, so the Pac-12 is not gonna take them.
0: Yeah, Um that's so what big, I was gonna say. The Pac-12 is the only one I could see doing some sort of deal where they accept Gonzaga for the upside of basketball. They also get like. I guess UW and Gonzaga, you know, there's kind of a potential where you got like public private school, Duke Carolina type vibes yeah. with that rivalry. And maybe you go full Pacific Northwest with those two schools and you try to make something out of that. But like you said, if BYU, I think if BYU was still out there for the taking and the Pac 12 could take like Gonzaga and BYU, so you get BYU football mm, and you bring mm-hmm. in Gonzaga, that would make a lot more sense. But now that BYU is grouped in with the Big 12, it doesn't make as much sense, which. Comes back to the conversation of the alliance. Like, who does the alliance want to bring in? Because if the alliance is down to be a basketball powerhouse, maybe they're willing to add Gonzaga to the Allo- to the alliance. <laughs> you know yeah. that, that so that they have that kind of cachet of that program, another quote unquote new blood to put in there. Um, I, I I am fascinated by what you said about Memphis. I mean, Memphis has a good enough football program. I mean, Fuente was there before he went to Virginia Tech. They've had moments of. <laughs> you know, high-quality moments in football. They they have the potential to do something there. So they're interesting. SMU is interesting because they obviously have been there with football and have a basketball, a comparable basketball program. So there's interest there. Kansas is flirted with Here's, the Big Ten and the Alliance. So maybe they, they could be out, which would also end Kansas-Kansas yeah. Kansas State, that rivalry, which also would really hurt the Big 12. I don't know what the Big – I don't think this really adds cachet to the big 12 either. You know what I mean? It doesn't, I,
1: I, it, the big 12, it definitely saves the big 12. It saves, like, the, big it 12, saves the big 12, but it, 12 it doesn't, it doesn't
0: make the big 12, but it I mean? doesn't. Yeah, yeah. Like it
1: doesn't move the needle for me in terms of like, Oh, the big 12 is bad. Like the big 12 you mean? I, I it, it, if this, if this happens, the big 12 is going to be a great basketball conference. I think it's yeah. like, like in, in the way that it already has been like Texas and Oklahoma, you take Texas, Oklahoma out and add Cincy, BYU, Houston, UCF, you might you might be better at basketball. Like those four Texas and Oklahoma are, I, I don't know. I mean, I mean Houston just went to a Final Four. I'm pretty yeah. sure. If no, Houston serves. Houston is um, the
0: coverage there that you bring in for Cincy, basketball in Texas. Yeah,
1: since uh, he's been floundering as a program lately, but that's in large part because they've been in the wrong conference. They've been in the American and it hasn't served them well. And I think if they do go to the Big Twelve, that's going to be awesome. And having a new coach and a new conference is going to be a great reset button for Cincy. Yeah, um, BYU is a. a great maybe not great but very 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 good basketball program very yeah. good very good basketball program that, that brings a lot to the big 12 and uh and if you just think be... about
0: the coaches that you bring in like if we're just talking about these yeah. programs and the coaches I mean Dawkins you bring in Johnny Dawkins at UCF yep. you bring in Wes Miller at Cincinnati you bring in Mark Pope at BYU and you bring in Kelvin Sampson from Houston I mean, those yeah. are four four very quality coaches that bring a lot of cash to your conference. So from a basketball standpoint, it makes a lot of sense. And if you bring them to the Big 12, then Houston's going to be getting allocated more money and maybe yeah. they can kind of ramp up their football program in Texas. That's why I think SMU and Memphis could just be two two schools that once the American kind of implodes and blows up, if that's what the domino of this is. Those two schools might get pulled into the orbit of the Big Twelve, and they. Just I think take them I think well. I think
1: it goes like this, because I I also uh you, you mentioned it earlier about Kansas. Uh, I think maybe if you're the Big Twelve, you say to yourself, "We're we're safe, we're good, we're gonna we're gonna go forward with these uh th- these teams we have now." I think Kansas is it, it would be smart if can if Kansas, if Kansas is smart, they will still try to join the Big Ten. They will still go through with that and not be like, yeah. "Oh, okay, or the yeah, Alliance. the Big Twelve, yeah." yeah. The Big Twelve save. Let's let's stick around. No, 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 no. You should you should you should go. Strike while the iron's hot. <laughs>
0: yes. Um, when they're calling you on the phone to try to get you into the conference. Yeah. Take it now. Yeah. Take the call. But
1: I, I I'm just fascinated by Gonzaga because Gonzaga like what makes it so fascinating is that, like a lot of these moves we're gonna see in conference realignment stuff is are going to be uh, reactive out of a, out of a like if you're a Memphis you've you've kind of had you've been put in a position because of the actions of others almost where like Memphis now looks up and they're like, shit, are we in a mid major conference? What just happened? Um, Where now you have to react. You have to figure this out. Like what, what's going to happen next with Memphis? I don't know. Gonzaga, what makes it so fascinating is their their move. If they in fact make one would be a proactive, just like, you know, like, like kind of in the same way that Texas and Oklahoma went to the sec, but, um but theirs is like triggered by the world around them, I guess, Where like, Gonzaga does not have to do anything from a competitive standpoint. Like Gonzaga could stay in the, de- like, you know, if, if we're talking like the goal being win a national championship, no, Gonzaga doesn't have to to join a different conference. Gonzaga can be in the WCC. They'll be fine. They've, they've, they've proven that. Um, but if we're talking about like, you know, maximizing the, the, the revenue you're pulling in, uh, taking your brand to the next level, because I, th- I think that's how you have to think if you're Gonzaga, you can't now say like, we've reached the mountaintop. We're here. Let's chill, you know? Yeah. Like it's It's been a cool 20 year climb to get here, but you're not done. You, you, number one, you haven't even won the national championship yet. You, you, you've you had teams good enough to do it. We get that, but you still have that to do. Number two, uh, you, you can't ever be content. That's what, that's the lesson we've learned from all these programs. For God's sakes, Texas is the biggest athletic program in the country and they're still like, we want more. We're going to the SEC, you know, yeah. like you always have to be going for more. And uh, that's why I feel like now is a great time for Gonzaga to start thinking that way because I, I, I it, it makes it so much harder by not having a football program. But um, I don't know. Maybe they get a football program. I don't know.
0: I <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, God's six. That's what it feels like. They maybe do something like that as rash as that because they say to themselves, "Look, we're making this much money. Nike's already behind us, and yeah, w- we can just try I, to." I don't, I don't know what the answer is, dumb.
1: but you got to start thinking outside the box in that that regard. And I, I'm just fascinated because I do think that uh, th- there's a move that has to be made. Maybe, maybe it's something. Maybe Gonzaga goes independent. That would be a galaxy brain move. Gonzaga's yeah. like, we're independent in and in everything, but or maybe not even everything, just men's basketball. And we're gonna set our own schedule, negotiate our own television contracts, because we have a big brand and, and we're gonna have the best team and get the best recruits and everyone's gonna wanna watch us on TV and we're gonna play everybody. And we're gonna yeah. go full like high school prep move where we're just like we just play a freaking powerhouse schedule, and and it and is then what happens was. to
0: the WCC? That's the problem yeah. with all the conference realignment. It's like as everyone bumps up to go to the next best thing, which, like you said, is the smart business play to do because that's how this thing works. We yeah. all we also have implications as we move down the line, and you know. It gets more and more muddied, and more of these programs get cast aside until they're not. And you just yeah. gotta hope that you're good when these things are happening too. You know what I mean? That that plays a big part into whether you're a part of the party or not. If you're if you're hot, if you're winning, like if this was 2016 and UCF had just won the de facto national title, who knows? The SEC might be like, we we want Central Florida, or you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, it, You you have to you have to be hot when everyone's moving, and if you're not, you get lost. So mm. that's. Conference realignment. You hate to see it.
1: It's not we, we are. <laughs> we no joked wish. about
0: super leagues when we were talking about the 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 whole Premier League soccer stuff about how it was all about money and it was disgusting. And we were like, "What would happen if this happened in college sports?" And seriously, not two months later, it just began to happen. So it's happening, and it's nowhere <laughs> close to being done. Oh God, way. no! We're, we're God, not even no. kind of close to being. done. These are I mean. handshake deals, Mark Titan. And there's, that, I, I guess, that's the lesson
1: <laughs> we've learned here too: is that we're never going to be done. This is never no. going to end because the, if Texas and Oklahoma join the SEC, Tate, and they look up in six years and. Texas, like the the powers that be at Texas realize that if we join the Pac-12 now, we'll make more money. They'll just stab everyone in the SEC in the back and go join the Pac-12, even even though they just joined the SEC, you know? Facts. And that'll never end. That'll always keep
0: happening over and over and over. (laughs) We love it. Amateur sports, baby. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's how it ends. But it's also like it, it ruins you and I. You're a Big Ten guy. I'm an ACC guy. Like, conference titles, tournament titles, those things used to be like a, a talking point amongst your friends. Yeah. You know, that was like a way. I mean, even something as simple as uh, Mac Brown always beats every team in the state of North Carolina, you know, NC State, Duke, and everything. So, there's Wake Forest, It was always like a point of pride where we won the state championship, quote-unquote. But, like, as you make all of these things national and everything's about money, you lose that conversation. And college sports is a very regional sport. So, yeah. you wonder what happens when it's all national and nothing is regional. And do you still have that same diehard fandom it's that was there point. that made it different? So
1: it's 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 like having a bunch of leagues of the same. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's it's different names, I mean, different exactly colors, is, but, but like if the same thing. Yeah, it's it's like in Europe basically with all the soccer leagues, except they aren't regional. Like, I, I I I guess yeah, I, don't yeah. to, I, I don't need to come up with an analogy. It's pretty straightforward. I guess most <laughs> people listening are like, yeah, we get it. We don't need you. to... <laughs> But it would be weird if there was an ABA and an NBA. That's what it is. It's ABA yeah. and NBA going on. But then there's also a a, a CBA and a JBA and a RBA yeah. and a,
0: you know yeah. <laughs> they're exactly. all
1: professional basketball leagues and like and nobody like, knows kind, who kind the of best good is. as good yeah. They're all kind of as good as each other. And,
0: and then eventually um, they'll decide to play each other in this super game but <laughs> like, i do what i like-? do think
1: it's cyclical i think i think you're gonna look up and and uh it's it's like uh what, what are these What, what's the one quote like i don't know what world war three will be fought with but world war four will be fought with sticks and stones <laughs> like it's kind of the same thing that, like all this conference realignment shit that like there's going to be the, the quote world war with college sports yeah i think when the dust settles that sounds just, like a new yorker they,
0: piece already yeah the it'll world war be like of college sports
1: the great reset and we'll look up and like we'll just be back at square one and like yeah. ohio state and michigan and michigan state will be like we should form a conference
0: yeah we're all close to each other yeah we're all close to each other we
1: should get we yeah, each, other? To each other just play each other and, <laughs> each other. and then like we're you know what i mean like we're just back at yeah caveman times of college but sports Or uh, let's hope man uh, that would be great
0: so. let's reset hit the reset button
1: uh all right shout outs close out so what do we got uh
0: i want to shout out to jacksonville state uh which is deon sanders school um i watched uh, a little bit of this game they win seven to six they get one touchdown but uh gilly who is a part of a million dollars worth the game uh the podcast host he was on the sideline and the touchdown that they scored um, he basically waved him in and then spiked the ball and then got a uh, personal foul. Um, and you know, just thinking about podcasters that make big time plays uh, in, on big time stages, that felt like history. You know what I mean? Like I've never seen a podcaster actually get involved in the actual <laughs> gameplay and get a penalty. You know what I mean? He claimed he was a coach and got fired at halftime by Dion. Um, but regardless, it was just like a great moment. And you know, as the fourth wall continues to get mired and broken and you know manipulated, whatever you want to say. It was just like one of those times where I was like, I love that podcast. I love Gilly and I love Wallow. And then I saw Gilly in this moment. And I was like, oh my God. You know, it's like seeing your friend do some some crazy shit. You know what I mean? And I was like, oh, that's great for podcasts. I saw the clip. So what's, what's
1: the podcast?
0: Million dollars worth of game.
1: Million dollars worth the game. Should I be listening to this?
0: Yeah, this is a great podcast. It's, uh, it, you know, it, it's unbelievable, honestly. It, it's some of the best interviews you'll ever hear with rappers also that they bring on. And uh, <laughs> Wallow's like, he went to prison... Yeah, obviously, they're from Philadelphia, but like while I went to prison, got out is like basically just like one of those motivational speakers in life that you know just has a lot of lessons and Gilly was a rapper, you know, like a persona in Philadelphia, and has you know lived a lot of lies so he, he's, a lot of he's obviously
1: not as a coach he's just, no he no just no on the but, sideline because he's Dion's boy
0: well then, he i think that uh i think their podcast got bought by barstool so there's like some sort of connective tissue there you know what oh I'm yeah meaning? like
1: Dion was doing something with barstool deon right? something yeah. with barstool
0: i think that's how they met but regardless gilly was just on the sideline and so it was he he just you know somehow got involved in this moment where he just <laughs> runs down the sideline then gets the football and spikes it and then those are the best uh yeah those, it was great
1: those are the best uh, things with, with sports where you're just trying to like make connections. You're like, so why was um, s- speaking of which I was, I'm pretty sure I saw Jalen Suggs at the uh, Wisconsin game. Yeah. that That's talked about.
0: No, but it checks out.
1: L- I'm going to look this up. I never actually thought to fact check this. I swore. I saw Jalen Suggs at the uh, uh, Wisconsin game. Uh,
0: I mean Cole Anthony was at the Central Florida game and uh, so was RJ Hampton so shout out to those two guys that was hilarious they were great I mean it was a lot of college football you know moments this weekend you know across the board so I had a, I had a lot of fun keeping up I watched a lot of a lot of college football I can't find anybody that's talking. I, I swear to God, Jalen Suggs is at the Wisconsin
1: Penn State. Am I breaking news by the way? Yeah, maybe. Like maybe I am because like I I just looked on Twitter. Like maybe Suggs, Jalen
0: Suggs is like, I don't I don't want people to know. I, t- I mean, he was
1: sitting he was standing <laughs> on the field. I, I looked at I mean, if it's not him, it was a guy that looks exactly like him. And I was like trying to make the connection too of like, what is he doing? And it's probably you know, he's probably friends with one of the players or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Like, that's was, like, why one a guy of his who boys plays played, on Wisconsin. Or he's something. from Minneapolis, played at Gonzaga plays for the magic now. And he's at a Wisconsin Penn state. I was like trying, yeah. like my brain was most well, trying to make sense of it. Um, <laughs> all right, well I'll listen to, uh,
0: yeah, go check it out. Check great podcast. The... Yeah. Not, not that, I, not that I've been paid for that plug. It's just a, it's a great show. It really speaking is. Of,
1: speaking of, uh, things going on, uh, plug, uh, uh, I want to shout you out because this cracked me the hell up. What, what was the fantasy football deal you're doing? Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Yeah, so uh, Kevin Garnett uh, has a content company called Gaming Society. My company yeah. is producing their content, and they, they wanted to do a fantasy. So Michael Vick is in this league. Ray Lewis is in this league. Paul Pierce is in this league. Kevin Garnett's in this league. Eric Dickerson is in this league. Andre Ware is in this league. Marissa Coleman's in this league. Chelsea Gray's in this league. And they're all famous athletes. And Dave Anderson is also in this league. They're all famous athletes, obviously played NFL, NBA, WNBA, and uh, they they are going to do fantasy football for the first time. As we talked about it, they were like, "We need someone to guide us to uh, you know to tell us what to do." Um, they decided that that person was going to be me um so i am i have had text conversations with ray lewis about his lineup uh <laughs> they, they, it is on it is literally the funny Dude. paul pierce is smoking hookah the entire time that we're doing the draft uh it is did say, unbelievable it,
1: it, did you say vince is in it or no i've been I, too. I too. vince Carter. no he's not no
0: no 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 No. no. it's a uh, paul pierce kg or the i got the ahead of myself because my mind
1: my mind immediately <laughs> went to uh the the time uh when vince carter's on the grizzlies he was in a fantasy league with conley and and like basically all of the all of mike conley's flunkies that i like are friends of mine like yeah yeah, I, yeah yeah you know guys that i would be in with if, if i i didn't start my blog basically have this career I have. if i would have stuck with where i was going i just would yeah. live with mike in memphis everybody
0: like, what do you do you're just like oh, i'm yeah. just here yeah.
1: one, i play fantasy football with mike um yeah. And Vince Carter, I told you this before, went zero and sixteen or fifteen, whatever it yeah. is, however many games you play in fantasy, he went over for, for the entire fantasy football season, and uh, was, was was just got. And, and I heard about that, and I was like, that's that's like almost impossible, isn't? It? Isn't that harder to do than? Much? Yeah, no, I mean, it's he definitely was trying, harder he was actively trying, he was like setting his lineup and all that, and I was like, that is absolutely hysterical. Uh the reason I wanted to bring up your fantasy league though is it cracked me up. You put out the, you tweeted out the graphic or whatever, and it had. The, the the graphic has ten names <laughs> and nine people in the graphic. <laughs> yeah, like, I am the one. Photoshop. That would have been no. like, I need I need a I need a, uh, I need a redo a Photoshop with your headshot. Just like yeah. it's all plain shots of all the ads. Wait, wait,
0: do you see the draft where it's like where it's all on Zoom? So it's like it's the ten of us on Zoom. It's Ray like Ray Lewis is getting picks, and I'm like helping him. I'm like I think you should get this guy, and he's like making the picks based on on me telling him who to pick. <laughs> Also That's like so none good. of them understand fantasy football so like they're asking the most mundane basic questions I mean it's honestly endearing and because none of them have been allowed to play any of these sports or do any of this, it's stuff, like and it's
1: 2004, and they're oh, playing,
0: and, like fantasy football just started, and you and your friends are getting together. And I sound like a guru. I sound like a guru on there, you know what I mean? I'm like Christian McCaffrey will get like 20 touches a game. They're like, ooh, I like that. <laughs> the best part is that uh Paul Pierce, we get on, and Paul Pierce is the number one pick, and he goes, ooh, I'm about to get Pat Mahomes. <laughs> 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 and like. You're like, no, that's not. I'm like, that's not actually the right pick you should make. Uh, yeah, 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 that's, yada, that's but.
1: but to his point, that's kind of why I quit fantasy. I was like, this is how can you have a sport, Tate, where everyone agrees that the quarterback is is, is the most is valuable the guy, most to the point position. that I mean, yeah. Kirk Cousins is making how much money compared to too much. Ezekiel Ezekiel Elliott's one of the best running backs and Kirk Cousins is not one of the best quarterbacks and he's making <laughs> I don't know what the contracts are, but I'm gonna go out on the limb and say Kirk Cousins is making a ton more money than Ezekiel. All I Elliott. know
0: is that when he was getting franchise tagged, he was making like thirty six million a year. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like did DC get like franchising him every year. It was like But how can real world football
1: men. be structured like that where like a guy like Kirk Cousins has that much value and then fantasy football, he's garbage. And if you're playing Kirk yeah. Cousins, your team probably sucks. It doesn't make any sense. It, it doesn't, doesn't make add up. Sense. Doesn't yeah. add up to me.
0: No, it doesn't. Um, my only, my my I had two shots. I'll outs. give updates throughout the season as I as Please I do. through this fantasy league. Please yeah, do. I was I was dying
1: laughing at the announcement
0: though. The, the just the graphic that like whoever
1: made that graphic like <laughs> just punted on trying to fit you in there. No, 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 a hundred percent. Like, like... there
0: is zero chance that they were like we're putting his face up there on this graphic. They should just put your head on like I don't know. It, it is a hall of fame. Kevin Love's body me. or something. Yeah, no, or there's like... A there's, a, like a there's like a lot of people that were googling who I was because they're like, why is this person <laughs> in here? hilarious search
1: results for tate frazier have never been higher on google <laughs> um i wanted to shout out caleb dowden who was the kicker at mercer uh mercer won their their football game I forget who they were playing they won 69 to nothing and oh uh, yeah score, i saw this they scored touchdown number 10 uh to give them 69 points and he steps out to kick the the extra point that would give them 70 points and he misses it and then after the fact said i did it on purpose which we all know is not true <laughs> but I love that he said he did it on purpose. Yeah, I, I like, like that he said that too. Yeah, so <laughs> shout out to him for that's what he did. He did it on purpose. Uh, I also want to shout out to the 2014 Florida Gators basketball team for oh. this sole reason I bumped into a guy in Madison, Wisconsin, who told me he's a Florida fan. Um, and then we just got talking about, uh, just how good Florida the 2014 teams of the years. Yeah, he started talking to me about Mike White. Is Mike White the answer? I was like, <laughs> No, and he's like, Well, how do we fix this? What do we do? And I was like, I don't know, man. Billy D set an impossible standard. We just started riffing and then, like, I kind of brought, brought up the point that everyone remembers Billy D's tenure at Florida as 06 and 07. They won yeah. back-to-back titles. And I was like, you know, what people forget is that they went to like a thousand straight elite eights. And they they the 2014 team was one of the best teams. And anyway, Tate, the reason I want to bring it up was just like it felt good to be back in a bar talking to a guy about old college basketball teams. Yeah. Just like there was no rhyme or reason to why we were doing it. We were just riffing on everything. And I was—I oh. I caught myself saying the phrase, that 2014 Florida team is one of the best teams of all time that no one will ever remember. And going Yeah, on and on and on. I like that. You know? And it's been a That's long time. That's how you since and I became
0: here. friends. We were at a yeah, bar, was, and, yeah. we, and we just started talking about college basketball. And Rafe Bartholomew, shout out to Rafe, was like, oh, yeah, you you two guys yeah. would probably get along. I was like, I, like I hate oh, yeah. Sean May. And you're like,
1: I love Sean May. And I was like, <laughs> let's start a podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I still love Sean May. I was like, I hate Sean May because he
1: left Indiana. And you're like, I love yeah. him because he came to Carolina. Yeah,
0: because he came to Carolina, just like Eric Montrose. So you're like, yeah, I hate yeah. him. Too. I was like, I hated him
1: too. What, a, what, a, what an asshole. Um, and then you're like, didn't you? Aren't you from Indiana and you didn't go to IU? I was like, shut up, Tate. Shut up, intern. Go get me coffee. Go hang my posters, bitch.
0: <laughs> yeah, literally. That's um, that's what a lot of people would uh, I, This was Grantland days, so no one even knew who I was. That, oh, you that was the best time.
1: That's it. Those are the only shout-outs I had. And uh, and Coach K for being the best coach at Duke's <laughs> campus because Cutcliffe yeah. uh, lost to Charlotte. So ipso facto, Coach K is uh, – it, it, Co- Duke is still a basketball school, so shout-out to Coach Yeah, Clarkson.
0: that was a huge W for Coach K's farewell tour. Um, shout-out to oh. Charlotte and Healy, Coach Healy for getting that done for Coach K um i still think about coach k every day i wake up you know what i mean <laughs> i really do every day i get up in the morning just thinking about coach k
1: jim promise me that you're you're taking notes of all these things and like we're gonna get a nice <laughs> montage for the coach k farewell tour where tate's like i, I love coach yeah k. i think yeah. about him every day it's, just it's just another one day after another of, of drops <laughs> uh all right thank you guys for listening we'll be back uh later this week send us emails titus Titus and Tate at gmail.com. I don't. Yeah. I, I I don't know the plan moving forward. If necessarily we're going to do full mailbag shows every single every every so often, but we we'll, we we'll, we'll want to sprinkle some in. So keep I just us.
0: appreciate the amount of emails that we got. I mean, yeah. when I when I put out the tweet, you know this. I texted you and Jim. I said, well, we didn't get much feedback here, fellows. I don't know if we have a show on Friday. And then I go to the Gmail, and you know, we no have, people take it seriously, dude. They're yeah. not
1: trying to. They're They're not trying to show. You don't want to show your hand on Twitter with mailbag That's true. Type stuff either. That's you don't true. want to like make it public what you're you got to protect that shit, dude. You got to like, if you got a great idea, you got to send it into the email. You can't be yeah just throwing it out there. Cause a lot, you know, a lot of these people, cause the biters ideas. will
0: take it. You know what I mean? Yeah, the biters yeah. will take it and they'll send it in an email. And then you're like, wait a second. I remember that what was it was like.
1: To, I remember what it was like to like read Bill's columns back in the day. And he's, he's doing mailbag columns. And, uh, I remember thinking I wanted to write in a few different times. Cause I thought I had like the greatest ideas ever of like, what about this idea for, uh, what about you know,
0: the decision and LeBron yeah. James, <laughs> yeah that was you <laughs> that was me that was me. <laughs> no uh
1: you know i i'd have i i can't even think of what ideas i had but you know like when conference say a conference free lineman idea we are like i got it Here, figure this or like Elamending. say you're the guy that came up with the Elamending. you're oh, writing yeah. into bill simmons in 2004 and you're like are, am i wrong or like is there too much fouling at the end of the basketball game? what if they did this, <laughs> am this, this, am this? Or... yeah yeah you know what i mean yeah. um and and i remember every time i'd go to like write one of those emails i would i probably what kept me from writing them tape was like, I don't want, this is my idea. Like I'm going to sell this to somebody for hundreds of millions of dollars. Like, I yeah. don't want to put this out into the, like, if I send this to bill, he's obviously going to put it in his, in his column because it's a great idea. And then now yeah. it's out there. Yeah. You know? And I feel like that's the way Twitter works too. So people, they don't want to, they want to like keep just, it reserved. They want to keep it wanna, private. They want to keep it a little private. Titus and Tate
0: a, at gmail.com. Yeah. send it so to us
1: so keep it private send it in uh we'll read some of them and uh yeah thank you guys all right that's it that i swear that's the show see you, see you friday see you
0: next or see you on thursday
1: friday thursday see you on friday